Hola, welcome to Salvi Mujeres Talk. I am Oti. I am Tati. And we are two mujeres, primas, y amigas embracing our raíces salvadoreña. Reaching out to share with our Salvi community con la misma curiosidad. Hola, hola, comunidad. ¿Cómo estamos? Salvi Mujeres Talk. Of course. Hola, this is Oti. Hi everyone. Sorry, this is Tati. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's okay. No worries. And of course, we have um, our segment with Freddie this month. And hola, Freddie, ¿cómo estás? Hi, very good. Thank you. Hola, hola a todos. Un placer yeah. estar con ustedes. Yes, it's always a pleasure talking to you. And tanto que aprendemos when we speak with you as well. It's always new, new, new information. Que me quedo. Wow. <laughs> so thank you again for, for joining us. So, bueno, ya sabemos que um, no entramos en septiembre y aquí in the United States, we celebrate um, the Latino heritage. I prefer saying Latino than Hispanic, but that's just my preference. <laughs> But anyhow, so what we wanted to talk about um, a little bit with you, Freddie, is la dependencia de el, del Salvador, right? Y bueno, todos sabemos it's September, September 15th. And, you know, Tati has shared with us before a little bit of, you know, what she remembers que se celebraba and everything. But of course, now we want to go back and think about like, okay, but sure, we got our dependence. Pero como llegamos a ese punto? Um, I know that is something that I I definitely want to to kind of have that history, right? Because here, of course, you go to school and you learn about the independence of the United States and so on. But you know, going back to our to our roots is finding out cómo cómo fue la dependencia de Salvador. And I guess también podemos ser de Centroamérica punto, right? Because it was I all was gonna say that. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say that because we said it well. People are now celebrating here or commemorating that celebration of independence of Central America. Mm -hmm. So exactly. I think it will be nice to to mention why, because a lot of people said, oh, you know what, today is September 15th, today is the uh, independence of El Salvador, Honduras, mm -hmm. Nicaragua, all of them. But I don't think people really know why. <laughs> Right. And I, I that day I definitely I don't. So <laughs> I know. And you know what? That day, uh, September 15th, I was listening to the radio. I felt very proud because very, of course, uh Latino or Hispanic radio stations, they were talking about it. Mm -hmm. They were um mentioning all of the countries. Uh, they were taking phone calls uh from everyone so they could share about their independence, but that made me think okay, we should address like why that date mm -hmm. is the same with uh, the rest of Central America countries. And for mm -hmm. that, Freddie, I know you have the answer. So <laughs> please give us a little introduction on our independence in El Salvador, but also why do Central American countries have the same date for the yeah. independence yeah. or their okay. independence? Okay, great. Uh, I think it's... Uh, very very important to make this um warning i think it's, it is a warning uh, we as um as a political entity i'm going to use that figure because 
a lot of changes happened at that time in, in September 1821. So uh, first of all, we, as part of the Spanish um, crown, because it was a, a monarchy, right? So as part of the Spanish crown, we were a political entity with, a, with an identity very well developed. Um, the people who lived here in Central America were known as Guatemalans. I mean, Guatemaltecos. It, it todos. Todos. Todo. Todo. The, the whole Central America. Interesting. Why? Because when the Spaniards found this um, marvelous part of the world, because we we have we we are located in a in a space in a in a, um, in, a in a geographical position that is it's worth in gold, right? It's uh, the, the his it worth its weight in gold. We say vale su peso en oro. We say in the Spanish, right? right? So um, why? Because we are the closest space between two oceans, and we are a bridge between two huge. Um, continents, continents. Like, continents, right? Mm -hmm. the north and the south. So we are not. We are. Two hundred years later, we as Central Americans, we are not aware of that huge, um, um, huge. Um, you can, can say in Spanish. Riqueza, <laughs> right? This is yeah. uh, mm -hmm. uh, riqueza that we have. Uh, so, uh, for the Spanish government. Uh, it was a very important space because France and, and the British, the British Crown, they were trying to uh, to to come to America too. So Central America was like that, uh, the most um, the most weak point for the Spanish administration, the weakest point for the Spanish administration. Uh, so, being because end, it was. A small, it was a smaller, uh, smaller area, or why? Why exactly was it like the weakest? Yeah, because because in Mexico we have the viceroyalty of New Spain, so this 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 huge administrative uh, um, uh, body in, in inside of the of the Spanish crown, and we also have in the south we have one in Colombia in Santa Fe de Bogota another one in Peru, and the last one in Buenos Aires, right? So they, they have like all these divisions. And the Caribbean was a space where it's French and um, British uh, ships were coming in and out all the time because of the human traffic slave trade, right? So um, that, that, that is something that for the Spaniards was a, a concern, a constant concern. And also Central America was not the richest part of the Imperium because um, we didn't have uh, silver. I mean, Tegucigalpa, they have a little bit of, of silver but not in the huge amounts of Mexico or Peru. So, so there were no Spain, natural minerals that yeah. they could then Actually, actually, the most important um, commodity, because it, it was a commodity, uh, was indigo. So right. El Salvador is that small because we were right the area where the indigo was produced. That's right. the reason why El Salvador stayed so small, 
as a province and then as a state, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So um, the thing is that for the Spaniards, that was a very, very uh, special space because we didn't have that much money. So they, they, they couldn't send military power to this area. So soldiers and officials were not in Central America. Uh, so uh, British, the British Imperium came to all the Atlantic coast. Uh, the Spaniards were in the Pacific coast. And it was like a, a, son, uh, a, a, a geographical zone uh, for a frontier. Where the two where the two imperiums collided, right? So it's very interesting, actually, the the history of Central America because we we passed from the Spanish rule to British rule, and some people say we never get rid of the influence or domination yeah. of some somebody else. Yeah. That is not totally true. I mean, we we did have and we still have sovereignty, and that is very important. Uh, under the Spanish crown, we didn't have sovereignty. It was we were we weren't able to govern ourselves. Ourselves. Now we have that, and 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 it's a positive thing. We 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 cannot say that we are under the rule of some other states or countries. We have to be positive, and we have to see that what we we have achieved until now, it's worth it. So. Um, I, I already forgot the question. Well, the thing <laughs> that is that we were mentioning as while... as, as a Spanish as a Spanish uh, we, we were Spaniards in eighteen right. twelve. In eighteen twelve, the Spanish crown, um, well, they have a crisis. So the the king of Spain was in Yale because uh, Bonaparte, the French emperor, invaded Spain. So he put on jail the king. So what all the people, all the territories that belong to Spain decided to make cortes, uh, like, like uh, popular assemblies, right? So they get together, they, we, we sent, as Central Americans, we sent Antonio de la Razabal, uh, a deputy, uh, a representant, re representant, representant mm -hmm. of us. We elect him and send it, send it to Spain. And he was there, participated in the uh, formulation of the first constitution of a Spanish nation. So mm -hmm. that constitution of 1812 is a radical document because that document is uh, made under the liberal ideology, under a liberal ideology, not a monarchy, but a republic now. Mm -hmm. And that is very interesting because before independence, uh, Latin America, what we know today as Latin America, became part of Spain as, as of the Spanish nation, not the crown, the nation. So, for example, the indigenous population living in El Salvador, they they become they became Spanish, and and that's something that people doesn't realize right yeah. now. Because we think that we were like slaves, we were on, we were under the rule of these Spaniards and everything. But but to to tell you in a, in an, in one example, we have a caudillo, a indigenous caudillo here in El Salvador, very well known, Anastasio Aquino. Mm -hmm. He was a, a a man who was against the government uh, in eighteen. 
1833. He was a Nonualco indigenous people, but he was a Spaniard. Um, under the rule, under the laws, he was a Spaniard. Uh, so this is very interesting because from 1812 to 1821, we were part of, a, of the Spanish nation, the new Spanish nation. But the thing is that when the king came back to the, to the, to the throne, he said that that constitution was not valid. So he was going to rule again. And that's the moment where all the people in Latin America start to make all these revolutions, uh, beginning with Haiti, but then uh, what is today Colombia, Argentina, Colombia. Mm -hmm. uh, Venezuela, Mexico. Mexico was in war from 1810 to 1821. So uh, what, what happened with Central America? We were called Guatemala. We were the audiencia of Guatemala, the Capitania de Guatemala was the other name that they gave, gave us at that at the time. So the all the government and what we know now as the three powers of the state, like the legislative, executive, and judicial powers, were all in the in the king, obviously, but his 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 um, uh, royal official was the Capitan General in in, in Central America, and he was in in Guatemala City. In Guatemala. So he was the administrator of the whole Lat of the whole uh, Central America on uh, from Guatemala, well, from Chiapas actually, from Chiapas because Chiapas was part of Central America. Really? Uh, until <laughs> uh, till um, Costa Rica. Panama was part of Colombia. So that at that time Panama was not part of of the Audiencia de Guatemala. So we were known very popularly, we were known as the Kingdom of Guatemala. And hear that name, because that, that is very important. We were a kingdom. We, we didn't have a king, but we were a kingdom, right? <laughs> because the king was in Spain. Right, right. So the political entity that became independent was the Kingdom of Guatemala. Not mm -hmm. Central America, not El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica. They weren't able to become independent because they were they weren't independent uh, regions. We were just, independent from each other, right? Yeah. So we were part of one body. We were born. We were born uh, born as um, as one as one entity. Mm -hmm. So the question is not why we celebrate the same date the question is <laughs> why we split mm -hmm. yeah we were one country why we split right. in the 19th right. century all right so the independence was the central american independence the, the the kingdom of guatemala was the political entity that became independent later they adopted the name central america mm -hmm. there you go that's why uh, when we were um in one of our first episodes that we were talking about our flag, that's why I remember we were able to notice that there's some similar symbols in our flag as they are in the Nicaragua one. But uh, we did a research and we know that before there was just one flag for all Central America. Then, of course, what you mentioned right now that we split, we divided each country it, everyone look for their own independence. So mm -hmm. I think we're going to take a break right now. 
but we're going to keep talking about this because it's very interesting and very important to know, as you mentioned right now, why did we split mm -hmm. and why we didn't stay together as a big nation? Imagine that the entire Central America was just one country, correct? But that's not the reality, unfortunately. Now I'm trying to look at the positive side of it. Yeah. So please stay tuned. We're going to come back in a couple of minutes. Hola comunidad, this is Oki. Hope you're enjoying this episode of Salve Mujeres Talk. Thank you all so much for the continued support. Please follow us on Instagram and listen and follow us on Spotify. Okay, so we're back from our break. So nos, quedas, nos quedamos con like <laughs> the question on in our, in our heads here. For, obviously, you know, we were once considered one country, Guatemala under the regime of um, the Spain, this, this Spain nation, right? We're considered. Um, so I guess now the question is why? Why did we split up into these small, smart countries? So share well, with us. It, um, a lot of things that happened between 1821 in 1840, uh, we were we were one nation. We, we tried to be uh, one republic for around 18, 17 years. Around that time, uh, when, well, first thing, first thing uh, that we have to say uh, for everybody that is listening to us, because we 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 tend here here in El Salvador, there is a group of of the population there's a group of people in El Salvador that say that we are not really independent so I I, I want to address that uh, that uh, uh, um, we say in Spanish matiz, that nuance uh, well thing is um, the September 1821 actually did mark uh, uh, a very very important transformation in us as as a as a region as a central american region Let, let's think about that um we we were called the kingdom of guatemala what we we were not the republic of guatemala mm -hmm. i i want to, to to make that difference because here in el salvador a lot of people say that we are not guatemalans we are no somos chapines <laughs> we, we say that right and, and, and we hate chapines and, and whatever, <laughs> right? Uh, people, it's very angry with that. So I, I, I want to clear that out. We were called the Kingdom of Guatemala because the, the main city was, was Guatemala, right? Mm. That, that's, that's why. And the, all the Spanish uh, uh, territories were known for the name of the main cities. I mean, Mexico City, Lima in Peru, Buenos Aires, Argentina, right? So right. Uh, the, the, the cities were very, very important. So in Central America, at the end of the colonial period, Guatemala and San Salvador became the two more important cities. Uh, in San Salvador, we have a group of people that believed that a republic was possible. In Guatemala, we have people that thing that thought that um, a monarchy, an American monarchy, different from the Spanish one, Spanish one, was possible. Uh, 
So that's the first problem that we have. The political elites from San Salvador and Guatemala were fighting mm. between them. And I want to say that most of the political elite of San Salvador were were uh, were, were uh, graduated from the University of San Carlos in Guatemala. So the political elites, we say now Salvadorian and Guatemalan, but actually it was one, one okay. huge political elite from all the countries, what, what we know now as countries. So it was like a fight between brothers, right? They, they knew each other very well. So in the moment of the independence, we did it because Mexico did it. That, that's the real thing. Mexico became independent, and then all the cities became, became independent in order. Oaxaca, eh, or today San Cristobal de las Casas, but at that time it was called Ciudad Real, Royal City in, in Chiapas. Then Guatemala, San Salvador, Manana. But we became, sorry to interrupt you, we became independent from Spain, correct? From Spain, right. Mm -hmm. But we, we were never part of Mexico. That's something that all the people in the kingdom of Guatemala, later Central America, said very clear. We were not part of Mexico. Mm -hmm. Mexico gave us money because we were broke, but <laughs> uh, we were not, pol politically, we were not part of Mexico. Okay. Uh, so uh, we we talked uh, as a political entity. The Kingdom of Guatemala talked directly to the king, and Mexico talked directly to the king too. So we we were we didn't have the responsibility to say something to the viceroyalty of Mexico. We talked directly to the king. So we were, in that respect, a little independent from Mexico. So in the moment of the independence. One part of the political elite from Central America said, we have to be part of Mexico. That's the logical step. And I want, I want all of you to think about this. The, Republic, the Republican model didn't exist. I mean, United States is the first modern political, uh, the first modern republic. Mm -hmm. Before that, we only have uh, monarchies. We only yes. have kings. So yeah. in, in 1776, the, the 13 colonies became a confederation and they, with the time they became the United States of North America. Then France, France in, in, in 1789 became France as a republic. Before that, they were the, the French crown. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, the territories were the personal uh, properties of the kings. I mean, yeah. the, the land, right? Uh, still, till till this day, a couple of weeks ago, when the when the um, when the Queen of England died, uh, I think one week ago, right, something like that. Yeah, she, she owns Jamaica. Jamaica is her personal property. I mean, and now from now the the King of Charles, right, Charles the Third. Right. So. Um, this, this it's is amazing. Listen, we... I'm moving my shaking my head and everything right now because when that happened, uh, I was able to see how people feel about it, right? Um, we try to break that tradition that we were colonized, 
right. que éramos colonias. And I know people are very vocal right now that, uh -uh, like, I'm so sorry. I mean, she passed away, but we're not gonna like, I don't want to say pay respect because, I mean, she deserves it, but la gente ya no quiere vivir en un mundo donde seguimos siendo coloniza colonizados, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That we all have the right to be independent, eh, tener nuestra, perdón, independencia y ser un, un solo país. So I give credit to those thoughts that people have because in the time that we are right now, that you are mentioning that Jamaica is part of England or, or part of the crown or mm -hmm. belongs to the crown, it still surprises me. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everybody i mean everybody. <laughs> like it shouldn't be that way to my but that's my my way of thinking that's my way uh, with my values and with what i believe right but it is what it and, is and, and imagine that in the 19th century the british empire was the biggest empire in the world and for example for um ireland it was a big big problem because they were different from england and but they live in the same island with the biggest empire in the in the world so it was like yeah. like it was, complicated it was right yeah and in and, and just just to remember this belize belize our, mm -hmm. our, our belize. neighbor country right in central america belize of, obtained its independence in 1881 or 1981 or 1983 i think something like That's that recent. so Around 40 years ago or less, mm -hmm. they became mm -hmm. independent from British Empire, from the British Empire, mm -hmm. right? So that that's wow. That's something that we have to think about. It actually, what what happened in Central America? What happened to the Kingdom of Guatemala in 1821? Happened to Belize 100 and I don't know 160 years later. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy yeah. to think about that because it, it wasn't that long ago. Yes. And, and, oh. and I have a question with you going back to that date, 1821 is uh, the day of, um, we have a, a historical day for the independence. Yeah. I know that this independence was signed or it was accomplished in Guatemala. Yes. Now I understand why it was like mm -hmm. that. You've been explaining to us. Um, but I believe I'm very curious now to think or to ask you after that date, because that was the date that we were able to become independent from the Spanish crown. So when yes. did we finally were able or we made the decision to become independent as a country mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to become well. just El Salvador? Well, the when thing officially is, was the time on that? The, uh, well, people say that we have three dates of independence, three days to celebrate. Uh, first, September 15, 1821. But then uh, some people that were interested in history say that we have to celebrate actually July 1824, because that was the day when the... Uh, province or state of El Salvador wrote and published its first constitution, political constitution. And other people say that we have to celebrate March 1823, because that was the date when uh, Central America became independent from Mexico. Mexico. And I want to address this now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because it's very complicated. 
1821, Central America became completely independent from anyone, from any other political entity. But our political elite were not uh, de acuerdo. They, they, they weren't, they, weren't, they, didn't they, agree. they didn't agree about what they were going to do with the independence. Now, we are independent. Yay! So what we are going to do with this independence, <laughs> we are going to be a monarchy, but we don't have a, a, a novelty. Yeah. We, 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 don't, we, we didn't have a, a somebody who can became a king, right? right. So the, the logical thing is follow the steps of the United States. Be, we, why, why don't we, we become a federal republic? Right. And that's the idea from the people from San Salvador, mostly. The people from Guatemala said, we cannot be a monarchy, but we can join a monarchy the American monarchy, the Mexican monarchy. So that is the consultation in 1821. What will happen with us? Yes. So Guatemala City asked to every, every town in Central America what they, they thought were. So what happened is that most people, mo most towns vote for the uh, annexation to Mexico. That, that's the reality of it. But San Vicente, El Pueblo de San Vicente, in, in El Salvador, right? The town of San Vicente and San Salvador, both of them say, no, we are not going to do that. We don't want to. Because we came from a monarchy and we don't want to go back to a monarchy. We, we want something different. But only the United States Republic existed at the time. The French Republic was a, was a failure because Napoleon was Napoleon Bonaparte was again in, uh, in France as an em emperor, right? As emperor, 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 emperor. Yeah. So um, what what happened here in Central America is that Guatemala said we are going to become part of Mexico, and that's it. They became part of Mexico, but decree decree like by law and they attacked san salvador military attack against san salvador in 1822 so all the year of night of 1822 san salvador the the city of san salvador was fighting against guatemala because we didn't want to be part of mexico and that period that around around eight or nine months uh our Father, the fathers of the nation, they began yeah. with the idea that the only way to stop the invasion from Mexico, Guatemala and Mexico was to become part of another country, a bigger country. And guess what? United States, you're right. So mm. they make a law and, and I have that, that, that decree, that law. They made a law and we became part of the United States yeah. from El from but but only San Salvador, only the city of San Salvador, not the, not no. Central America or the country, just city of San, San Salvador. Salvador. Wow! So two of the fathers of the nations, well, four of the fathers of the nation, went to Boston. They they reached Boston at the end of 1822, and they start talking to um, the authorities in the United States, but they never. Uh, they never get. Uh, um, they never talked with the with the president actually, of the United States. When they were over there, 
one of the fathers of the land or fathers of the country became sick. So um, th this was Manuel Jose Arce and Juan Manuel Rodriguez. The, both of them were, were in, in Washington. So um, they get an, uh, a letter from El San Salvador and they say, look, the emperor of Mexico, Agustin de Iturbide, was the name of this guy, uh, Advico. I mean, he, he just left Mexico, right? And Mexico is going to try to become a federal republic too. So yes. came back to El Salvador and we are going to see what happened with us. So that law from San Salvador, San Salvador became independent of Central America for a while over there to, oh, well. to become part of the United States. So they came back without closing the deal, right? They came back to San Salvador and they start to think again, what will happen with us? This is February, March, March, 1823. So the leader of the troops of Mexico, from Mexico, uh, Vicente Filisola, he was the, the, the general from Mexico that came to San Salvador. In March, he said, well, you know what? On September 15, 1821, you say that you were going to make a Congress. So uh, what I am going to, to do as the most powerful guy in Central America right now is to call that Congress. And you, you can see what happened with you, with yourself. I'm going back to Mexico. So the guy just left Central America. Speaking his hand. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> leave the, and leave the problem to Central American people, right? Yeah. So in between 18, July 1823 and November 1824, we wrote a political constitution and became the Federal Republic of Central America. That mm -hmm. is the name of the country that appear. And that is the original country that we should remember right uh, 20 years later because of the lack yeah. of resources the uh, we we also as as a federal republic central uh, central america acquire a, a debt with uh, english with the british uh, the british and, uh, british empire we we paid that uh debt is that debt debt we we pay that debt until debt until 1920, a hundred mm -hmm. years later. So we oh, wow. we we pay that money for a long time. So um, in 1839 and 1840, each country, each each state of that federal republic became independent, oh, and wow. we start our 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 road as different countries. So until each, then until 1840 so wow. it's it's like california became independent and they Correct. asked for themselves to be a republic right so it's exactly the same in central with, america with texas one just you know texas so so no we're not we're we are not going to talk about puerto rico <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh, or Philippines, well, Philippines. Well, that, that's another story. But the thing is that um, Central America then became five different countries. 
we have to wait a little bit for uh, Panama to appear. Actually, Panama was created by the United States. If you don't know that, well, the United States wanted to, to build a, a, a inter-oceanic inter canal. So they, they so they helped Panamanian people to become independent in 19... 1901, I think, 1902, something like that. Wow. And then Belize, right? So now we are seven countries in Central America. Mm -hmm. Imagine the story to find out that there's more. It was a big process. It wasn't immediately like, ah, aquí estamos, 15 de septiembre, 1821, and we're, we got it. Mm -hmm. No, it was a big process just to really try to make things work, I think for everyone, like what was convenient for each country or each, um, let's call it yeah. area of the little Central America, uh, ah. el terreno, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's so nice to understand that because yeah, I start thinking, I know about El Salvador and I have always known um, that's our, the, the day we commemorate the day of the, uh, our independence. However, that was the question, right? Why everybody else has the same one? Even yeah. Mexico, they have yeah. El Grito de la Independencia y luego the next day, the September 16th is when they celebrate. However, let me tell you this, as I mentioned before, it's been nice to see people more involved in the Central American uh, countries in this state in particular. I don't know if, if it's because we're doing this <laughs> this yeah. journey the Salvi okay. Mujeres talk, mm -hmm. or yes. I actually noticed that more in publicity as well with oh, va a celebrar el Día de la Independencia Centroamericana and mm -hmm. people promoting the food you know in supermarkets so at least you know that was uh, very special to see and for our kids to to know about that so that brings me Freddie to the difference between uh, I, I, we talked about this before the historical day for the Independence Day, but then the other part is I don't I don't know how to call it. How do you you mention it like the social part or the lo popular, verdad? La celebración de lo que llamamos because I keep repeating the celebration, the celebration. It's something <laughs> yeah, the, different. I, I I think that what you are talking about is the historical event or the historical mm -hmm. facts that that's what we were talking about until Correct. now and the other part is the celebrations or the national identities that became a reality 100 years after the independence and and that's another another story right and a, a different one actually if we could travel in time back in time to 19th century and ask people from Central America what they were, they as their national identity, they will tell us they were Central American. No, none of them are going to say Salvadorian or Nicaraguan or whatever, right? No, ah. no. They they were part of this big uh, country until. 1820, 19, excuse me, until 1921, when they were celebrating, celebrating 100 years of independence, there is the moment where all the countries in Central America start to develop a national identity of their own. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. So uh, between 1910 with the Mexican Revolution and in 1921 with the 100-year celebration of the independence, that period of time, like 10 or 15 years, was the time where every country started to develop their own identity until now. If you ask me what I think about this, I think that we have to celebrate Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica as part of our own nation. I mean, I think I think that we have to be not necessarily believe in the uh, in the union of the countries because that's a little bit uh, utopian, but. Uh-huh work together I, I, i'm not saying like the like the european union or something like that i'm not i'm not i'm not saying uh, we have we have to follow a model or or, or, mm. or an example of somebody else no I'm, I'm just saying that we have to feel that we are part of, of something bigger something right. great like central america right and that doesn't uh doesn't make less of our countries of each of our countries right so uh i i am very happy that every two years as as historians we have a central american uh congress of central american historians right and we find each other with with all the colleagues and and, and it's great and it, it is great because we realize that it is possible to know a little bit of the history of each part of Central America and be very proud of it. I mean, it's, right. it's nothing against that. Another people say that we as historians are the worst enemies of national identities because <laughs> we say that identities are created, that traditions are created, that somebody, because they they want or because some interest, economic interest, political interest, they are inventing they are creating this these identities we are just pointing out that those are historical processes too but we are not saying that that those are bad we're just saying that is how things happen we are not right. making a judgment uh, right. against that so uh, i i say for example i say my personal opinion and that's me my personal opinion is that we as salvadorians we don't have to celebrate independence with a military uh, parade. Right. That, that's my opinion. I, I think, as, as, as Alfredo, I think that we don't have to celebrate with a military parade. But people in El Salvador really love it. I mean, mm-hmm. they really love it. And, and people wake up very early in September 15 and went to the and they went to the street and watch all these military parade and everything. What I think we have to make a, a carnival. We have to make a celebration, really a celebration, a uh, 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 two-day celebration, right? With cultural acts, with music, with uh I don't know, a lot of things that I can think about it, right? But not a military parade. That that's my my opinion, right? Uh, yeah. and, and I think no, that we have a I, lot of I, things to be proud of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really. Do you say I, I, do you say that because I I, I kind of um, you know in listening to everything you're saying and everything, I mean we didn't fight a war to get our independency, right? We didn't, no, no. and so I think is that the reason why you're feeling like it shouldn't be 
in a military celebration for Salvador, it should be that we gain our independent independency because why not? You know, we are we're our own our own. Um, although it's right in the smack middle between North and the, and the South and there it's, it's called country. And then we divide it and everything. So then we should then celebrate it as in we found our own identity identity. Although yes, Toro Centro, Toro Centro America, but then in Salvador también, we have our own identity and then we should celebrate our identity instead of creating it more of a, like a military style of celebration. And so I totally, I see your point. Am I, am I correct in, in today? I don't think it was necessary. I mean, I don't think it's necessary to go back to, to events that maybe require having military rights to commemorate the independence. Even most importantly, when we didn't, we didn't fight, we, we didn't have a war to accomplish the independence. So I agree with you, Oti, I agree with you, uh, Freddie. And I also believe the same, you know, we should celebrate like a carnival with all of Brazil, our Brazil, right? Brazil yes. style. Like Brazil. Brazilian style. Yes, <laughs> yeah, please. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, and the, the thing is that I think that in El Salvador, we have a lot of suffering from the civil war. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm not saying that military people are the responsible for that because they believe they were protecting the country. Right. Uh, in the side of the guerrilla, if you ask them, they are going to tell you the same. They were they believe that we're protecting the country, right? Or or the people, not the country, the people, right? So I'm 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 going to to take distance from that political uh, discourse. And and what I'm saying is that it's okay to have uh, an army, that's okay. If, if, if the political elites and, and people who rule the, the country, they want to have an army, that's okay, right? It's okay with me. I mean, I respect them a lot. The thing is that I believe that we have suffered a lot because of militarism in this country. So for me, we have to celebrate independence in a different way. If we didn't need militaries to become independent why we're going to keep saying that yeah. and 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 actually we suffered a lot after independence because war the war of independence in el salvador was not against spain was mm -hmm. between uh, uh the countries of central america right. they were they were fighting each other and that, that's I, I think very, very painful. But the thing is that I, I believe that we have to start to change our, our way of thinking. Exactly. And, 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 I have, and, and I have to insist on this. We have to celebrate. We, because some people say we have to commemorate. No, we have to celebrate it uh -huh. because I'm, I'm building my independence each day. I mean, I, 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 uh, it is impossible that I remember. I, I mean, I, as a person, remember independence because it happened 200 years ago. So uh, I, uh, as, as all the political regimes and governments were creating their ways of remembering the independence, I think that our generation, we as, as, a, as the new 
adults, like the people in their 30s and 40s, we have to think uh, of another way of celebrating this. I, I don't know what is happening in the uh, with the people of the uh, Salvadorian diaspora or, or Central American diaspora. How are you celebrating independence yeah. in the United States? Yeah. And I, and I think that we have to take that example. That yeah. Great, and you're great. right, because they, I mean, we, yes, they have beautiful parades in Los Angeles. They had a, a beautiful um, parade in um, Washington, D.C. También. But it was a parade con música, con alegría, danza. Um, so it, and I think in a, in a way, I mean, because obviously I've never, I've never um, attended La Dependencia en El Salvador. I do remember seeing pictures y que todos tenían sus los colores and their hats and todo that's what I remember pero aquí it is definitely celebrated in a in a different different way than than from from El Salvador for sure you know just seeing the pictures and you're right I now that you're saying that it is more military style and I think I was like no you're right I do remember seeing pictures um and all the hasta las mujeres con the girls with their equinacen las, las danzas all very very uniformed and um the march and everything so it yeah there is a huge difference between Salvador and the United States and how it's celebrated it I think it should be that way too, but also what Freddie mentioned about us not forgetting, right? That one day, or for a long time, I, I wanna say it was uh, all of us together, all of the Central American countries together. So yeah, you said it's, it's an utopia to think, right? Yeah. That that could be possible again. However, I think just to honor the past. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That could be really nice. So. I think it's been very enlightening because I know that we are working on, on the Salvadorian roots because we are Salvadoreñas. Right. However, we don't forget we are Latinas. We come from Central America as well. So yeah. it's our, our job or even a duty, you know, to, to put out there our community and nuestra comunidad centroamericana también, que somos chiquitos compared to other countries, but there's a connection. I mean, we have good things. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. There'll be a forever connection there. Um, and yeah, no, you're right. I think that is something that we definitely have to remember there, Las Raices, and how it all it all started. Um, yeah, so, Freddie, thank you again <laughs> for enlightening us with this new information, as always. Let's see if we make it all get all with so much inf information and just in walking away with all the knowledge the knowledge that you provide us. So again, we thank you so much. Thank well, you thank for you. joining us. Thank you for the space for for the thank you for to all the people that listen to this uh, program and I and I think that this podcast is becoming very very important I I think so and I hope so that it became yes. more important oh, yet and, and I'm very happy to talk to you every month or whatever any day it's okay <laughs> we'll take all your time Freddie. <laughs> <That's laughs> all okay. the time you give us <laughs> no Thank but i appreciate you. it and you know espero que todos you know they've um they take something away from this 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 episode of la, la independencia de salvador y pues de centro america punto um yeah, so yeah. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know, Tati and I have more that we want to share um, with you all as we are you know, still in the, in the, in the month of um, Latino heritage in the United States. Um, our next focus we want to do is kind of 
deep dive of los departamentos del, del Salvador. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, take care and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.